welcome to the Last Mixtape Podcast. I'm Sarah, as always here with Steve. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? Pretty good, yeah. I've had a busy summer so far. I was at all the Ivy Gardens gigs um, over the last couple of weeks. I know I'm missing out on um, Altogether Now, which is happening down in Waterford, which looks pretty cool. It I've does. I've heard, yeah. I've heard obviously, does. that they had a little bit of issue with the traffic and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But um, from what I've heard of people saying, yes, that was pretty shit, but once they got in there, it was you know it's been worth it so yeah look, i mean you know the day it's a lot of people coming down i feel like it do, it's kind of expected that yeah. there will be some traffic there's going um, to be teething issues and i know that's no consolation like for anyone but like at the same time look yeah i think people are happy to be down there now but the ivy gardens gigs were good it was a diverse crowd from gig to gig i felt um like it was like hall and oats one night like idols one night villagers another night so like it was a different crowd every time mm. it was kind of interesting to me how the venues was able to fit the that like it could be a punk gig and then it could be a folky gig and then it could be like a pop nostalgia gig and stuff like that so it was pretty cool there was a good series i mean idols are great again they have such a big following in ireland now they've obviously crazy yeah it's cr- it is like <laughs> crazy and like kind of unexpected almost i don't know I yeah don't know. i mean they keep coming back and keep pulling big crowds which yeah. is quite interesting because like I mean, like there should be a, a natural fatigue happens where people are like, well, I've seen them, you know. But yeah, I think they'll probably have they already. They, they're co- no, they're one of the bands who didn't announce they're coming back, so they'll probably come back in the new year or whatever. Yeah, but um, they played. Well, a hell I mean, of yeah, shows, they've, aren't they? they've played at least three or four <laughs> at this point, so to play it's more, it's mad maybe, to think. I don't know. I wasn't at the gig. I believe it was in Whelan's, maybe when they first kind of came, maybe off, off the back of brutalism, like. Yeah. From Whelan's to the Button Factory to Vicker Street to Ivy Gardens, probably back to Vicker Street again, I'd say. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. You know what I mean? It's it's all part of now Ireland, uh, well, Ireland, England, really kind of catching on to this kind of post-punk thing going on. Yeah. Um, obviously, Murder Capital releasing their album next month and Girl Band, even more excitingly, uh, re- releasing their sophomore album soon enough too maybe in a that's month or two yeah that's very exciting it is isn't it i mean yeah. it's cool to see them i mean were you a big fan of them when they first came out with the holding hands of jamie and stuff like that um, i actually didn't really know of them yeah. <laughs> yeah until you know you told me about these things because cool, yeah. i feel like for a while i just wasn't like keeping track of yeah. stuff that was going on in ireland so um not at the beginning no but then after you kind of sent me a few tracks over yeah. i think that's I interesting. Became a fan a couple of years ago. So, Very like, true. if you listen to them alongside Idols, because you would have then like, been able to experience one after the other in a mm. different kind of way, we, like, or, and even like Fontaines or Murder Capital and stuff like that. Wh- where do you think like Girl Brand fit in that? Like, um, because a lot of people would say, and I, I think it's it's probably true, is that a lot of those other bands are quite successful, more successful maybe because they're a bit popular. It's a bit easier to get into than than Girl Band. I don't know. I feel like see, I personally would have thought that idols, their kind, the kind of music they create, yeah. would be a lot kind of harder to get into. Yeah. But I think it's maybe just the content. Yeah. And what they're saying that people are like really, really into because, yeah. as I've said before, many times that I'm really into their writing and what they talk about and the kind of issues they tackle. Mm. And I think that's what's really drawing a crowd. I feel yeah. like in Ireland we have a great socialist crowd. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yep. maybe that's what's really pulling them all mm. in to keep coming back to mm. idols yeah. because everyone's fairly left here. Yeah. And we always have been, really. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's the content that I like, the, the content of the songs yeah. that's drawing the crowds in. But I feel like their music, personally, a couple of years ago, yeah. I wouldn't have seen anyone 
be into them. I would have seen maybe a small kind of following, mm. but not as big as today. Um, yeah. So I don't know, because I feel like girl band mm. to me are a lot more palatable than idols. Mm. Yeah, their music. Yeah, yeah. Their music, just their sound. Mm. Um, I don't know, just just in comparing and also mm. like talking to my partner who I think I was playing Idols one day at home and he mm. was like, came in. I was like, what the hell are you mm. playing? Like, what is this? Mm. <laughs> I was like, it's just Idols. It's just, just listen to the lyrics. You'll get it. Yeah. But um, did he, I don't know. Did he succumb to it or was it still just a no? No. That's no. <laughs> no. fair. Yeah, it's okay. a solid no. <laughs> not his, not his uh, thing. No, no, um, not at all. Um, but, you know, I, I like them because of what they talk mm. about. But I like that kind of music too. Mm. Um, girl band, I don't. Girl know band seems to have a special place in the hearts of a lot of Irish music yes. fans. Probably yes. like one because you know they did so well on the kind of the first run. Obviously signing with Rough Trade and going out and doing what they do. It's it is great to see them come back again. Yeah. But I suppose it's because I suppose like yeah, you're right. Like lyrically, there it, it is quite obviously wrapped up in in kind of different things but like sonically it's it's this really aggressive yeah very jaunty music even the new s single like shoulder blades with the video from uh, bob gallagher who's an amazing video director um in ireland like it's it's so it's kind of, it's nasty it's kind of made in a, a different world i don't know it's kind of surrealist but angry kind of music mm -hmm. um but yeah hopefully we'll see a new record from them another live gig oh, i think they're planning i mean they're close. They've had so many EPs, I think, so yeah. far that maybe. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe th there's something there's coming out this year. There's the album is coming out. Yeah. Um, another gig I was at was at Jenny Lewis live in the Academy. I was at that Monday. Yes. Uh, absolutely adore Jenny Lewis. It was a great <laughs> show. Uh, I think you. A lot of people were saying it was one of the one of the best shows they'd been to in a while. Somebody kind of hit me up on Twitter about it or Instagram, and I was like, yeah, I can see why. Like, I mean, she's charming. Firstly, very charming. Um, she's got this southern drawl. She's different from what she was when she was in Rilo Kylie. Like she is, she's very southern, kind of almost slightly country esque, but not totally. But like she was like, you know, very small, big hair, and she's like, you know, well, they, you know what they say, they, you know, the the higher the hair, the clo closer to Willie Nelson, <laughs> and you know stuff like that was was kind of cool. But yeah. like there was one moment in the show, she was singing a Rilo Kylie song, arms outstretched. She's standing on this box because she's very small. And um, she just took, told him to take the lights down totally, like turn off all the lights in the building and um, just people to sh like light her up with the flashlight on her phone, which no. she instantly regretted because everyone did it and nearly blinded her. Well, yeah, but, um, quite intense. <laughs> yeah, but like the crowd were into it and they sang along. It was like the last night of their tour and there's she left go all these kind of big, huge balloons into the crowd, like or whatever. And it was a, a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful song, that it kind of a stripped back song that she sang, but everyone sang along with her and it was, very nice and like she had this kind of moment where she's like look with everything that's going on obviously her being American and stuff like you know I think it's important that we all kind of whatever get together and she's like um, kind of telling people like at one point to turn around and shake the hand or say hello to the person next to you which to an it's Irish church <laughs> yeah yeah exactly because the guy next to me did that he was just like uh, peace be with you and like part of my like you know, lapsed Catholic upbringing <laughs> just went on peace be with you. You know, it's, it's a weird moment yeah. I shared with this complete randomer in the crowd. But it was a great gig, a great show. Her band were brilliant, like, and she's great. Like, her voice is incredible. Like, one nerdy kind of sound engineering thing that I noticed is, like, her, her microphone could be all the way down here, but you could completely hear her. 
Like that's how loud mm. and how much she projected her voice. But she's incredible. It was a great show. Mm. I think we reviewed her earlier this year. Yeah, yeah you I yeah, wasn't a massive fan. Yeah. <laughs> but just not maybe my thing. I'm but the, the live gig does sound great. This, this is, is the, the thing. thing. Like I yeah, yeah, no. I feel like with some of the music, like I'd be like, Oh, I'm not mm. sure if I'm really into it, if I yeah. wanna listen to it. But yeah. then you go to the live show and it's a completely different experience yeah. to like their recorded tracks and yeah. you're like, Oh wow, this is actually really great. I think you would I think it might might have won you over slightly. Uh, you know Maybe. what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would have totally, but I think you would have enjoyed the show if you know what I mean, that mm. kind of way. Uh so that was a great gig I was at. Yeah, so I yeah, loads of gigs kind of coming up after that. What about you? What have you been listening to lately? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> answer is nothing Fair. really yeah i've been in a bit of a slump and okay. every so often yeah i will not listen to anything that's fair. so no i haven't really listened to much until you send me over the, the soundtrack and i was like okay i feel a bit better about yeah. this now. <laughs> i feel like i can get back into music now yeah uh, just yeah no just you know a bit of a slump work things not great yeah. <laughs> but uh, so really have not paid attention to anything other than my computer screen and various other video game screens yeah. um but i haven't really focused in on music too much yeah watch quite a lot of shows yeah um, i'm <laughs> i'm the one for shows definitely and kind of just paid attention to the kind of music happening in shows which you were telling me because you were saying you were watching the handmaid's tale and i was surprised yes. that they're i suppose it was licensed to a tv show but you're saying somebody yeah you know. um just the last episode actually probably the most recent one at the end of the episode um if you don't it's not really a spoiler spoiler because yeah. it has nothing to do with the show itself yeah. uh, but at the end of the episode they played Kate Bush's Cloud mm. Busting and I love that song oh. um, it's also one of, one of my dad's favourite songs oh, and yeah? I was like yeah. it was just like a great that that whole scene with that song was just so beautiful I was mm. like oh this show's going to make me cry but such yeah, no, an that emotional show, song yeah, yeah. It's, it's beautiful it's oh. so beautiful uh, there's nothing like even like you could maybe compare to some modern music. Like if that came out now, mm. you wouldn't notice the difference. I mean, I think as well it would blow a lot of people <laughs> out of the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I it doesn't feel old. No. Like it feels contemporary, I think, is what mm. you're saying exactly, there. Exactly, yeah. You know, it, like the thing about, that's the thing about Kate Bush. Like no matter what you say, you know, it doesn't age. Or some yeah. of it does. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen the Steve Coogan, Alan Partridge <laughs> rolling the ball there's a Kate Bush song mm. called Rolling the Ball like he, he does a great impression yeah. of her but like uh, that's incredible uh, when mm. you said it I was like wow like the fact she would give her music yeah. to something I know people use that placebo is it placebo did the cover oh uh, Running Up That Hill yeah that's a beautiful okay I'm in not into it. Man. I know you're that you're into not it. into it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, so I thought that I really hate it, mm. but I, I do love that cover. I there's a special place in my heart for placebo. Okay. Um, I think I, I made an error calling them an American band. They're not American. Maybe they're sure. they're British. Yeah. But they put on this extremely heavy American accent. But oh yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I really, I don't know. I really kind of like it. What's your draw to placebo? I'll tell you what my 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 drawback is is his voice. His voice. Yeah. I love his voice. I love there him. You go. Yeah, I love yeah. him. Um, and I love his voice. And I've always had a crush on him. I have the biggest crush on him ever. I'll give you this, though. They were super edgy for a while there. Mm. They were like, you know, you know, a friend with weed is better, you know, uh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Uh, they were on top of it. They really were. Um, them and Muse. I always kind of get them for whatever reason my head mixed up. I have no idea why. Muse? Yeah, Muse. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. No. I know, I know. Matt Bellamy and the dude from Placebo, whose name I can't remember. Um, I, for some reason, 
and I, I also have a bit of a mental block with Muse. I have to uh, plug in Baby. I liked, mm. and then maybe other things along the way. But plug in Baby just reminds me of Kerrang. Mm. When I was a kid watching Kerrang TV. <laughs> um, but yeah, Handmaid's yeah. Tale. So they had Kate Bush, which kind of seems, I've never watched an episode of it, but seems mm. thematically correct. Yeah, it does. Um, a lot of Handmaid's Tale uses a lot of like strong female performers. It's mm. uh, yeah, it's, on, it's on theme. It's thematic yeah. to the show. Yeah. And it's really, the, their use of music, I think, is particularly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, they usually tend to do a song at the beginning, song at the end kind of thing. There's yeah. occasionally music throughout it. Um but it's just, it's really, really well done. Yeah. And just the K. Bush one, like, really got me at the end. Yeah. They've had a few. I'm trying to, like, remember what they were. Yeah. There's, they always do a very beautiful job with the music. It was just that, because yeah. it was just, so, it was just so beautifully placed yeah. in the show. But, uh, yeah, if you, ha- if you haven't been watching Handmaid's Tale, watch it. Yeah. Um, it's, I was telling you, it's not as grim. It is grim and depressing. Yeah. But it's just incredible to see how much we as humans are capable of taking and how much we fight for what's right yeah. and anyway i think it's it's become a cultural a, yeah because you see people dressed in, like in protest dressed as the yeah. as with the i don't know what you call that over their faces they're i don't know if there's a specific they, they look like Habit. blinders yeah on yeah. a horse really and the ones that they wear they look yeah. kind of like blinders on the horse so they can and that is the reason they wear yeah. them when they're out uh, but no it's it's really it's a really great show it's yeah. really well done i think some people had complaints about this season but i honestly okay. thought it was fine i mean it's yeah i thought it was still good the cinematography in that is always great yeah i think cinematography in that show is really 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 well done there's and an interesting thing like with like fandom and stuff like that with any long-running narrative is that it just gets no matter what you do, you're going to upset somebody. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Because I feel like people should just understand that it's really hard to write. It's hard to please everyone. It's hard you to write. Yeah. It is. It's very hard to please people. Mm. And I think as much as writers will want to do something with mm. the show, this is based on Margaret Atwood's uh, book, which I haven't read just yet. Oh, it's so a book. It's a book it is a book. Yeah, okay, Margaret Atwood yeah. mm. wrote this book many, 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 many years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Years ago. Uh, probably, uh, I feel like I want to say 1980s, but maybe it wasn't the 1980s. I'm not sure. sure. I can't say exactly. Yeah, yeah it's great. But, uh, yeah, she wrote this book. I think she's working on a sequel now is what I've read last. Wow. Um, but it's one of those, like, dystopian novels, really, mm. that were that were popular, that are always popular mm. because it's, you know, we're always close to that. Mm. Um, it's always a possible reality. Yeah. Um, and I guess around the time of the Trump election, I guess Hulu picked up on it. Oh, of course, yeah. They were actually filming, I think, the first season yeah. when Trump was elected and they said there was a very surreal experience yeah yeah because um a lot of the stuff was not that it was going to become reality but Mm. like a lot of people's rights were Mm. potentially going to be stripped away Mm. some people's rights have already been stripped away in the trump administration so you know they were saying it was a very surreal being on that set Mm. and being like whoa what if this is our potential Mm. reality down the line these things don't happen instantly, but like yeah. little, but these changes just happen so little by little that it's not crazy to think that that could be no, um, no our own reality. It that's could. why it's scary and that's why it's great to watch. Yeah, I suppose that's it. Like, I mean, maybe when they were making it, its meaning changed as soon as that happened, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I must check it out. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale, yeah. um, uh, uh, the TV show. I've, yeah, I, I have a song of myself actually I've been kind of connecting with it recently is uh, we were talking about before we kind of started rolling was this there's this episode of rick and morty 
which I, I've, I've kind of gotten into and I've kind of not. There's, like I was saying to Sarah before we began, like there's bits of it that are just too gory for me, <laughs> even though yeah. it's a cartoon, which will show you. Um, but there's bits that I, I truly enjoy, like, and there was this one particular episode. I, I don't want to spoil anything if anyone's going to watch it because I think it's a particularly good ending to it. But um, it's a, the episode with Unity. So if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. The world where his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend is an entire entity of different people. As best I can ex- describe it, and there's a bit a scene at the end where there's a song by a band called Chaos Chaos, and it's just a beautiful piece of music. Mm. It's beautiful writing. It's like real, like how can a cartoon make you feel that kind of way about something? But it's just great storytelling, and like it's something I've been really connecting with recently because it's something that I'm doing. Anyone who can tell any sort of story at any point is now <laughs> some sort of you know otherworldly god to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, even you're saying. The woman there who wrote, like, you know, um, Handmaid's Tale. Like, she wrote it in the 80s, and now, like, 30 years later, yeah. people are connecting with it. So yeah. there you go, you know. No, I think it was the 80s, but yeah. it was a long time ago. She wrote it, wasn't it recently. way before what's happening now, and mm. it's still relevant, which is really cool. So, yeah, I've been kind of listening to a bit of that uh, lately. That's kind of been on my kind of... I have this playlist where I add songs kind of, kind of constantly, just so I have them on rotation, but I don't end up just listening to the one song over and over again. Uh, so that's kind of one mm. of them I added a bunch of like Jenny Lewis songs like last week as well um, but I suppose with that in mind we can talk about some of the new tracks that came out this week and review some yeah yes um, yes We ha- I sent you on like a playlist of them right? yeah. just a little peek behind the curtain this is how we do it we sent you <laughs> a playlist uh, so let's go with the first one I sent on it's from Haim it's called Summer Girl it's their mm. comeback it's probably going to come from their third album their second album didn't do as great business as the first album did mm. but they're back summer girl uh what do you think um what do you think of Haim before this were you a fan uh not really okay not yeah. really yeah. didn't really know of them much yeah um didn't really listen to them much yeah um i like this track i mm. probably liked it the least out of all of these i liked mm. all of the tracks he sent on today so yeah. all my reviews today are going to be positive spoiler Super. yay yeah that's good <laughs> here's a spoiler yeah, all good. of them are positive yeah. uh yeah i just you know it was it was okay Mm. I don't know, maybe it was a little bit bland in comparison to the others. And maybe the fact that I really enjoyed a lot of the other tracks here made me feel like it was a little bit bland. But I, uh, yeah, that's I, my ta- that's my reading on this anyway. I dug it. Um, I, I, I still like the kind of the poppy vibrancy of the first album. This is kind of, they've gone a little bit more songwritery. It's a bit more intricate mm-hmm. now, like with the with the brass and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed it. I I like them as a band. I like their kind of their harmonies. I like their kind of overall songwriting style is kind of cool to me. Um, Summer Girl, which when I first heard the name, I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of bubblegummy. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, it kind of how many songs are called Summer Girl or Summertime or Summer Song or <laughs> too many, uh, too many. Uh, but I really enjoyed this. What's kind of interesting as well about the release of this is that the music video that they just released for it, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh. He of There Will Be Blood. Huh. Uh, no no Daniel Day-Lewis, though, mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that. It's, it's weird because it's not like, it's a good video, but you're not like, holy fuck, you know, this is Oscar. I, I'm <laughs> presuming Paul Thomas Anderson has an Oscar for one of those. Like, doesn't everything he makes, like, gets... Mm. they just throw Oscars at him because of you know whatever. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'm not being facetious I do like some of these movies yeah. um, although I've never seen Boogie Nights um, mm. but uh, yeah the video is directed by am. so yeah it's kind of a little bit of a thematic change for them a little bit of a twist a few of the bands we're going to talk about this week um, it's been a little bit of a twist and a turn kind of sonically but I enjoyed it it's a thumbs up for me Yeah, uh, I do hope we get something a little bit poppier a little bit more fun but mm. I'm thinking with the kind of the 
jazzy brassy stuff in this it might not go as poppy mm. as you'd want it to i think so <laughs> but i think there would be like fuck you we're gonna make loads of money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is w- another one where if you if you speak ill of i'll i'll i i don't know how i'll handle it for but this one yeah this yeah, coming this, one this next one kids in the dark yeah. by bath for lashes but you said already that you have positive no yeah this, i so enjoyed okay. this one i so I started listening to the song. I was like, "Wow, this is probably like the most Stephen song yeah. that I because <laughs> yes. it started." I was like, "Oh, it's exactly that dream poppy, jangly sound mm. that you really like." Yes, and I actually really enjoyed this. Oh, cool! And I really, really did. I yeah. really loved this song. Actually, I really liked all the songs in this, mm. and all of them reminded me just of like California yes. and the movie Drive. Yeah, I, there's something about that like jangly sound. Yeah. to this that really reminded me of that and it, it very much feels like stuff that cafes in California will play yeah um and I really like that I really like that vibe it's kind of chill it's very summery as well oh. um <laughs> phone Go yeah very summery very chill yeah and that kind of dream poppy vibes yeah. to it it also really reminded me of all the soundtrack for the new show euphoria okay um that's like a hbo a24 thing yeah and it's all about like um this high school in california and loads of drugs and sex and stuff and it's it's hi- high school and steroids yeah it's very it's a very very good show it's yeah. very well written yeah um and it's it's all that kind of music vibe and i really like that yeah um so yeah it's good to see bat for lashes back i think mm. um her last album the bride was really good i adored yeah this is very much a very me <laughs> track uh, i think it, yeah it sounds like a little bit of a soundtrack in and of itself doesn't it to some sort of like 80s movie i think it was funny when i kind of first heard this track i think i was just finishing up uh, stranger things <laughs> so i think it had kind of like you're saying like that drive soft synth yeah. like the weird thing about these things like Stranger Things and songs like this and the Drive soundtrack is that they don't really sound like uh, the, the the soundtracks of the 80s because their synths sound better. Mm. You know, their synths sound a little bit too good yeah. <laughs> um, to be from that time or the Probably mixing is a little bit, bit yeah. clearer but uh, I really enjoy this. I love uh, Natasha Khan as a songwriter, as an artist, kind of like Kate Bush. She's her own thing. She does her own thing but it's great to see like The Bride was great but it was a slog it was a concept album you know um she was trying out something new so this sounds a bit more like a return to you know singular songs or whatever which i kind of enjoy from her but i really hope she comes back to ireland she rarely plays here so i don't Mm. know why that is i think she rarely tours actually now that i think about it um much like kate bush um Mm. which reminds me now that we're talking about 80s things um uh fucking rest in peace rucker harrer yes roy batty yeah. Uh, forever be remembered by that one speech. He, I believe, outlived a lot of. Yeah, he did. He know? did. That's apparently he made the entire crew that day cry. Oh my god. Um, which, oh uh, yeah, I was reading about it recently because I was like, oh, what's the yeah the tears and rain mm. speech? Um, because Blade Runner being one of my favorite movies ever, and I tried to model my appearance after his in that movie. <laughs> uh, of Roy Batty. Yeah. Fucking a. <laughs> I, tr- I try. I cool. try to model myself after him that's most a good, of the time. That's a in winter, look. that's that's my winter look. Big jacket. Yeah. Just yeah. bleach my hair white. <laughs> uh, put on some black clothes. Carry a dove. Yeah. <laughs> Currently looking for some uh, shiny, shiny trench coats yeah. just to complete that like Blade Runner slash. Um, Philip K. Dick look because yeah. he's a huge fan of plastic clothing. Uh, mm. <laughs> oh yeah, now did you say it? The the, the scene where uh, Deckard shoots the replicant in the back, she's wearing a plastic 
Mac on, yeah. It's a very, like, I'm a huge fan of Philip Mm. K. Dick and reading his books. And Mm. in a lot of his books, a lot of the clothes that people wear are, like, plastic. Yeah. Which is kind of really cool. So anything plastic now, I'm like, I want to buy it because um, Blade Runner. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the androids dream of electric sheep and et cetera. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's very sad. He wasn't even that old, actually. He's in the 70s. Yeah. That's not old. He lived a hell of a career, you know, like Hitchhiker. um, He was in the Batman movie. He was in, uh, what was that movie? Matthew Broderick about the Falcon uh, n- uh, Hawk oh was it not Nighthawk uh, oh, somebody will remember but it was a crazy movie I think Michelle Pfeiffer was in it as well but he was mm-hmm. a great actor somebody, I saw somebody on Twitter was like he was the right fucking he was the right amount of famous like mm. people will remember that line remember that scene because yes. that, uh, that scene is not dated at all anything about it no. it's so well shot R- Ridley Scott whatever you say about his direction of people his visual direction is incredible yeah uh, that, but what made me think of it the Van Gallis score as well like um, yeah. I did watch the sequel it was really entertaining I think the director from Arrival is really good but another I one with Ryan Gosling that uh, we had this conversation earlier yeah, today. Yeah. not a fan of Ryan Gosling but he was okay in that film I think it was fine I d- I d- I d- like, like a lot of things now I have this opinion of like must we sequelize everything like maybe just leave our imaginations tell us where Deckard and um, Sean Young's character, who I can't remember the name of, where mm-hmm. they go and what happens to them. Maybe, maybe we don't have to fill in the blanks always. No. But um, I, yeah, rest in peace, Rucker Herrer. I think that's um, mm. what a life. I mean, if yeah. on, like if only all of us could have. Because when I saw all the things about like tears and rain, I was like, Jesus, that's fucking powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on f- to more powerful stuff, um, and uh, and this is another kind of change of sound and change of scenery. Um, yeah. Angel Olsen and All Mirrors. What do you think of Angel Olsen? I actually love her. Yeah. And I don't know if we've ever touched on this, but um, I've been a fan of hers for a while. Oh, cool. Not, not, not yeah. like huge, not like yeah. my favorite musician ever. Yeah. But yeah. I love a lot of her stuff. Yeah. And um, it's just a lot of her stuff is like on my playlist, especially yeah. from her album, My Woman. Yes. Which is in 2016. That was her last record. That yes. was. So she hasn't actually released anything mm. up until now. Yeah. And I thought this was, this was very different. Very different. This was very, very different to like what, the kind of music that she used to make, which was sort of like lo-fi, bedroom ish. pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is more electronic, isn't it? Yeah, it is a lot more. Very slow moving. Mm. It doesn't have the zip of like "Shut Up and Kiss Me." Yeah. Um, this has a lot more kind of moodiness to it. Even like the artwork around it is is kind of divorced from the like you were saying, rightly so, like the bedroom poppy, yeah, kind of lo-fi thing that she does. This is a lot more stylistic. Yeah. Um, than anything I've ever heard. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I actually really, really liked it. I really mm. love her voice. And I think it's a really nice direction. Yeah. For her music. And I think you can't you can't just keep making the same thing over and over again. No. So I think this is I mean, it's obviously been about three years in the making now with her yeah. new sound. So I really like it. And it's kinda yeah, looking forward to hearing the full album of that. Yeah. Um she's it's a, a lovely new direction. You know, she's like I remember her coming to like playing like small venues in Ireland around, you know, around the place when she was just like kind of starting out and stuff like that mm. so she's and like uh, the last time I saw her I was shooting her in uh, Vicar Street and she like full crowd again you know like one of these things kind of incrementally becoming big mm. uh, it's interesting to see like I think everyone's reacted really positively to this change in sound like you were saying it's yeah. a good change up but it doesn't sound a million miles away from the kind of stuff that she writes yeah. you know what I mean yeah. she's always been kind of forthright as a writer very independent um, you know my woman is a very like as a person, like her her lyrics always seem to carry a weight because 
she seems very sure of herself when she's writing. Like, mm-hmm. Shut up and kiss me is, is is a definite example of that. All mirrors is this. This is what it's called, and it's yeah. I like even when I turned it on, I was like, this is different. This sounds like mm. growly. And then uh, the more I listened to, it, it was like, this is taking its time getting to wherever it's getting to. But I was okay with. Normally, I'm like, get to the yeah. chorus. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this time I was okay with it, and I really liked. It. So that's a thumbs up from you, anyway. Yeah, it is. Angel it is. Thumbs up for me and both of us, Angel Olsen fans. So we're okay with the kind of the change, and yeah. Stuff like that. See, I I enjoy that. I do yeah. enjoy when artists do take risks. Sometimes it doesn't work out, and it's yeah, not great. But I mean, you can't be stuck making the same thing over and over and over again either. No. I think as an artist, it, you kind of have to keep growing and that changing and evolving. Yeah, and I think this is like a really great evolution. Yeah, absolutely for her music. That so kind of that way lies madness. Um, mm. If you don't do it, side note about Angel Olsen. Um, she mm. liked and commented on a photo I. Did of, you? Um, <laughs> of Aldous Harding nice and said beautiful photo I was like yes <laughs> I took that um, yeah she's an incredible musician and good, glad to see her back um, mm. next song the next song is Nightclub in brackets I sold my soul to the devil <laughs> <laughs> by Tandem Felix yeah this is uh, the first track to be taken off their long awaited debut album and uh, I really enjoyed this. It had a real Wilco Americana folk kind of come country vibe to it. Yes. The lyrics are really kind of I don't they're not abstract, but they're kind of surrealist mm. in in what it's talking about. And you know what? As as well, above all of that, it's a song that you can kind of put on repeat because it's so floaty and it's so kind of like yeah i like this you know you're kind of listening to it and go, yeah. i, I want to be in this world of it um the, yeah it really reminded me of kind of wilco-esque kind of type stuff uh, it's yeah. good to see that they're making an album out of it um yeah i saw my soul to the devil the the video which features bob gallagher i don't think he, dr- he directed it but uh, it's really cool as well very very funny like well done kind of stuff what do you think of tan and felix i think that was my favorite track oh cool week yeah um and yeah probably for the reasons that you mentioned because i'm a huge fan of wilco and their kind of sound um so i really really like this track yeah and i also thought it was really crazy that the band is from dublin yeah uh, felix. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah now again another band i wasn't actually that familiar with yeah i actually don't think i've seen them on lineups for gigs and I think they've festivals been relatively they? quiet as of late um i know after they released a song that got the choice music prize nomination and stuff like that they kind of went back and went quiet i think they wanted to work on this album and get it right which i yeah. by all accounts i've heard that they have and they're happy with it and they're they're going to well this is forward. a great track <laughs> it is i mean and i think it and i don't mean this in a bad way but i think it stands to it somewhat that you didn't think it was locally yeah, you know, i did not think this was local at all in yeah. any way like it felt again as this whole playlist yeah. um it felt very california vibes yeah. um all that kind of, yeah very american yeah. in that really kind of nice way in that wilco way yeah and yeah, I really enjoy this track. I mean, I don't know what else to say yeah, other than it's great and it's definitely going on my personal playlists. That's a big <laughs> recommendation. Two yeah. thumbs up. Uh, something a little bit different now. Uh, and next in a series of singles from uh, Lola Hush, uh, Elysium. Uh, a lot of more abstract the music on this one. Uh, yeah. More of a collage of sound rather than a, a construct of a song. What do you think about this? Um, I feel like I've heard it on some playlists at sure. some point. I definitely yeah. heard it before you sent it over to me. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a really interesting track. Um, He's doing interesting stuff with the kind of the pop form. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it does definitely have its roots in pop. It's like it's but you know, like when I say it's abstract, it's it's not Stockhausen. It's it's quite 
you know, it has its roots in chorus and verses and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But it does it does kind of contort all of that, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It's a bit um twisty in its uh, like sounds kind of twist and morph into other sounds and the voice changes and it's there doesn't seem to be like and I don't mean this in a bad sense, it doesn't seem to be anything real in this ter- terms of like everything is stripped of its organic it's almost like it's like a computer you know what i mean like mm-hmm. the music is, is is computerized and i don't again yeah. i don't mean that in a bad sense i don't mean that in a bad sense at all i mean it in kind of like there's nothing where you can ground it in reality i think yeah it's it's yeah. it's a bit more abstract so did you what did you think did you like it i enjoyed it yeah overall yeah. i enjoyed it mm. it's just like really kind of nice mm. background listening as well i think yeah it's atmospheric yeah i think that's what i was kind of getting from it yeah I think it's cool. Um, yeah. There's a lot of that cool stuff coming out in Ireland right now. Different ver- versions of Atmospheric, Ryan Vale and uh, Elma Orchestra released their album Borders, yeah. um, which is which is not... Uh, Actually, uh, I think we reviewed we at did. one point. Yeah, did. I think you quite enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I thought your, that was great. Your favourite records. Um, um, on to a band that you really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Idols. I Dream Guillotine. Interesting title. Yeah. Um, new track from them. What do you think, as a uh, as the person who introduced me to Idols? <laughs> what's, what's your feeling? Um, I really love it because, mm. as with any of their tracks, it always talks about important issues that mm. I care about. Yeah. Um, this one also like touches on that whole thing of like poverty and mm. the the uh, the 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 middle class or the mm. upper class being dicks. And, yeah. You know that the in the Idols fashion it's yeah. very pro-socialist um as the name would suggest <laughs> yeah and sometimes we just you know some heads do have to roll yeah. um <laughs> i didn't say that yeah um yeah i really like this track mm. i really do it's strong it's tough uh it's there's it's very uncompromising like a lot of their tracks it has a kind mm. of a rumble to it that they're very good at creating i think their their music has an urgency and a persistence to it mm. like even in the live gigs you know there's um once it gets going, it doesn't really stop. There isn't a lot of like, okay, now we're going to calm things down with a kind of a slower track. I don't think mm-hmm. they have slower tracks, really. Um, they they do go all out for it. Yeah, lyrically, as you say, it's very much a song with a message. They're a band with a message, whether or not yeah. their audience is always... Actually listening to yeah, the message. That's the thing, always attuned to what they're saying. It, it, it sometimes can seem like that's not the case. Um, mm. But to be fair to them, they're all... At any gig I've ever been at, if they think that something is not doing that or somebody is acting in a way that's not the way they like it, they call it out from the stage, and yeah. that's that's good to show. Hey, that's not okay. You know, uh, when I was at the at the Ivy Gardens gig, uh, the singer was like, "Hey, you know, that mosh pit there. Um, unless you invite some girls into it, you better fucking stop because it's just a lot of guys doing it." It's like, yeah. You know, so and yeah, guys are really aggressive and strong, and it's really really mm. hard to push through. Yeah. And enjoy something mm. with a bunch of guys being obnoxious drunk mm. and pushing, mm. just pushing you, not being aware of their surroundings. Yeah. I've been to plenty of gigs that that was the case. And mm. I've just, it's like, please, you're spilling your drink on me or you've just elbowed me in the face. Yeah. yeah. Um, And you're obviously here just to jump around. I don't know if you're yeah. here for the message that these guys are trying to actually like spread. Yeah. It felt like it feels like a lot of their audience are uh, I don't know. Are they there for like the the kind of superficial part yeah. of the music and they're not grasping the lyrics and what they mean because it feels like a lot of people are. But uh Yeah, it's hard to tell. Like I think definitely like I can I can say from observing it like is that 
there definitely there is people who are there who are 100% fans and are into everything they say and that's really cool and one thing I will say about like the Vicar Street show more than the Ivy Gardens and the Ivy Gardens there was um, a lot of women there up the front because I could see from the photo bit and that was important to see um, because that's a, that's a very important thing at the moment and um, but also as you rightfully say there are people who may be using that as a way or maybe don't care do you know what I mean and to them it's just the aggressive noise of it which you yeah. could very much easily like if somebody didn't tell you what the lyrics were let's say you didn't speak English and you couldn't understand what he was saying if you were just observing the gig as a, as a visceral sonic thing um, you would you would feel oh this seems quite violent yeah uh, but I think what's kind of interesting about them is they they try to wrap their message in something that is violent because like as you say like I dream guillotine it, they're not being coy no you know they're they're being quite aggressive um, it's an interesting they're an interesting band and I think they're interesting guys I've seen them being interviewed mm. and I think their kind of attitude is I think very positive you know yes you yeah know, it's just cool I've seen them talk about drug issues uh, drink issues stuff like that that they've had in the past and the, you know that they're willing to admit to and kind of like, hey, you know, we are who we are and we're fragile people. Mm. And I think it's cool because like, you see photos of them for their promo and they're like they're wearing flowers on their heads and stuff like that. Yeah, it's all really cool. But um, I think they're a cool band. I mean, obviously you introduced me to them, so I think the first time I heard them was the Brutalist album. Yeah, their new album just got nominated for a Mercury Music Prize. Amazing, which is really cool. They yeah. could they could very well win it. They're up against uh, Ireland's own uh, Fontaines against it and Anna Calvi. Anna mm -hmm. Calvi, who I forgot released an album, but I really like that record, so I'd love to see Anna Calvi win it. But if not, I'd love to see Idols win it too. Obviously, mm -hmm. it would be great for Irish music if an Irish band won a music, <laughs> music prize, but I can't remember the last time an Irish band won it. But you never know. There's other albums in it that I haven't listened to. I don't know. Montaigne seem to have been getting some attention internationally. Definitely, definitely. In which, you know, um, good for them. Absolutely. But I... Absolutely. Um, a bit empty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, that's the yeah. thing, like... Like you were saying, we were saying at the start of it, like Fontaine's uh, uh, Idols uh, girl band, in the same area, but they all provide something very different. Something very, very different. Exactly. You know what I mean. Um, I just feel uh, every time we have this podcast, I do. It, it just it comes up. Just yeah. because I guess the type of stuff we're reviewing and it comes up, and I feel like Fontaine's just don't have this kind of substance that girl band have uh, musically, and mm. they don't have the substance that Idols have lyrically. Yeah. That's fair. I feel like they fall in between the two. That's you know that's fair, and that's a, I think that's a thing I've heard people say yeah. is is that they are a more palatable in some ways yes, version yeah, of um, yeah. of girl band or of of idols, and yeah, that would make sense in certain respects of like well, it would make sense why they're quite popular because you know, the more palatable you are, yeah, you know, or whatever. Um, yeah. I just I don't know, you know, singing about chicken filler rolls, not the same as uh, yeah. singing about. Yeah. Things idols. <laughs> yeah. They're um, they 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 are like they're they're cool. like idols. Not to take anything away from idols. Like there's, it's a, this is a great new single. I think the album, the one uh, Joy as an act of resistance. Mm -hmm. I always get the name wrong. <laughs> um, is a great album, and I think they're they're making moves. And I hopefully, I know we were saying at the start, like it seems a lot of people are into it now. That hopefully it's it's not a, a fad. You know what I mean? As yeah. in for some people, uh, it's uh, it's an interesting thing where like you know. It's you know what you want is the people who would originally be into this music being into it because if, yep. if there's anyone who's into it for it being a fad, they'll just move on to the next fad and then you're not left with an exactly. audience anymore. Exactly. So I think this is cool and I think what they say is really cool. Yeah. And I see. Yeah, I think the reason that idols are like one of my favorite bands doing music that was sort of you know like it's it's 
just punk rock music yeah. and it's existed since the 70s for a very 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 long time it's been yes. around yes but i think the very interesting thing that they've done with that kind of music was they kind of juxtapose this the kind of lyrics that would have gone with punk music they've completely taken that and turned it around mm. and made actually their music have a super positive message yeah combined with this extremely heavy rough sound and yeah. To me, that's always been like a really great thing because maybe if they're not doing anything new with their sound, mm. they're doing a lot of new stuff with yeah. what they're saying and the kind of content they're pushing forward, yeah. which I think is amazing. And that is why I love them so much. And yeah, yeah. they're and a cool I think band. With Girl Band, I think their music is fantastic. I so they have to get you to a show. Yeah, I know. We have to get you to any, we have to get you to a gig. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna find us a gig and we're going go to go. I go to gigs every day. Yeah. December. December. What's the December gig? <laughs> December is, is uh, other voices. Other voices. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We we'll get you to a gig, and we we'll both go to a gig, and yeah, we'll do a little that's podcast. True. From it that's true. That's true. We should do that. But uh, yes, yeah, I was I was gonna go to all together now, but then you know, I don't know. I hate camping. I'm the same. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that's the big uh, that's the big drawback with stuff like that. It yeah. looks cool though, all together now. All the like from what I've seen. Um, like I think it's probably the national on tonight of the night we're recording it. National are great, you know. Yeah. I mean? that'd be a yeah. cool uh, little lineup and stuff like that. And Bee Yards on tonight as well over it in Dunleary with um, Chiverches. Yeah, who are cool. I That's like. That's cool. They were great. You know, my little coffee van that I designed for three of these out there now. Oh really yeah, cool. you were Just saying. Yeah. I only noticed then <laughs> you put that up on Instagram because you you help like. Uh, you designed the bags that they put the three of coffee in, and I was in um, Cap. Calf? Is Calf, that the thing? Yes. Yeah. The one on uh the one behind George's arcade there. Was the little orange and purple? Well, sorry. No, so no, no, there was <laughs> a No, there was a pink <laughs> so, one, yeah. so I think that was probably the orange. Yeah, one. I think <laughs> uh, to people who don't know, I can't see colour very well. But uh yeah, the they look cool, little gradient on it. That's that's yeah, you. The you did you did, yeah, did the work did, for that. I that's did, cool. And the little van that's there. Um so You have more strength than me because if I went into that coffee shop I'd be like that was my me. <laughs> I I totally yeah. do that. I a hundred percent of it. Like, that's me. That's me. I see that? Know. See that? No, I do that on social media. That's a good idea. It's a much better way yeah. to do it. Just on, just brag on social media. On the Twitters and stuff like that. Exactly. Um but yeah, there are all the songs we had this week. You were saying Tan and Felix was your song of the week. Yes, it was. Um I will choose as my song of the week uh Bat for Lashes, Kids in the Dark. Cool. But a very close second. That's, is yeah, yeah, that's my very close second. Yeah, yeah. Idols comes kind of close as well, but not that it's more the same for Idols, but like I just liked a little bit of change. Big shout out to Angel Olsen. Hopefully she'll go. No, she's not. That's the other thing. I saw Angel Olsen put up a thing about she's touring Europe. She's not coming to Dublin. Oh, So what's okay. that about? Um, yeah, I know, right? Last hmm. time I saw there was in Victory. What's that about Aiken? Why can't you get fucking Angel? Why can't you get the people I want? <laughs> Ireland. Uh, but yeah, Liz is playing and the tickets were impossible to get. Oh, um, yeah. Just, just to mention that as the last piece of like music news. Yeah. Was that, yeah, tickets, <laughs> within the, the 10 seconds that they went on sale, they were gone. Lizzo. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where is she? She's the Olympia. She's playing the Olympia. That'll, I can, I can. I'm surprised they didn't add a second date, so she must be on a tour where like her next date is like yeah. the next day. Yeah. But I'm I'm like everyone's been saying that, yeah, like why wasn't it in the three arena? Yeah, it's it's strange. You know, it seems like she has such a big following, but I can either she will play the three arena, that'll get announced the day after that gig, or she'll end up headlining one of the big festivals. Yeah. Maybe see Electric Picnic, I don't think and Lizzo would go very well. Forbidden Fruit and Lizzo would go very well. Mm. Longitude and Lizzo would probably go very well. I'm into her. I think she's cool. She's a like I. I also kind of like her videos as well. They're kind of 
they have a cool aesthetic to them. They're really well made. Yeah. And I like her personality as well. That song, um, the one that you, you put me on to. Um, um, oh, uh, Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts, yeah. That's a little bit of a jam. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. I think she's great. I think she's so good. And I'm so devastated. I was going to go get tickets for that. You're going to go. Um, but uh, I think by the time I had a look, I think the tickets that were being resold were at like 300 euro. And I was um, like, I'm not... I just can't afford that right that now. That shit is bollocks when people do that. That's yeah. such like yeah. oh that gets on my wick. Um yeah, don't don't be don't be those people who buy tickets and sell them on for more. Just let people go to a fucking gig. Yeah. Um yeah. let people enjoy things. Yeah, please. let people enjoy things, man. You know what I mean? Especially because that uh that Olympia gig, that's probably the last time she'll play like Sigrid that time would be the last time she'll play uh, a venue so small. That is true. Because she really should have been in the three arena already. But I uh, wonder was it like no, sometimes they just do that. They were just like, look, fucking low cost, sell it out, pack it out, we're, we're, we'll hit you on uh, the way back. Or maybe there was this kind of a communication where they didn't think she was as big as she was in Ireland. Yeah, no, I think it was people just didn't think she was as big as she actually mm. is here. Mm. And she really is. I mean, I don't I don't understand it, but... Uh, She's money. I think there was, yeah, I think there was people just underestimated mm. how many people were fans. It's interesting because, like, by virtue of that, they left a lot of money on the table. Because they could have, like, sold yeah. out the tree. Maybe not sold out, but uh, maybe. But, like, they would have packed out the tree at the very least. Yeah. And yeah. made money on it. But, look, uh, I'm sure she'll come back if that's the reaction she has th- with fans. Unless yeah. she, like, I know that happens with a lot of people where, if you, especially if you're American, you're like, I just stay an American, tour here, and I make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need to come over here. That sometimes can happen. But um, I think, yeah, she's really cool. While we end the show, what song would you like to start and end or end the show with? Do you have uh, anything? Kate Bush, cloud busting. We have to do that. Perfect. <laughs> Here's some Kate Bush. Thank you, Sarah, as always. Bye. Yeah.